Rondo three up high and off the wall. Oh! Caruso parachutes in. You cannot stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Friday. We have finally made it to the weekend. This was a long week, guys. Uh, we've got all your NBA action covered from Thursday night around the NBA. I'm your host, Dave DeFore, joined for Ladies Night by Eden Liu and Nitsan Blipstein. What's up, ladies? What's up? Good morning. I'm good, man. Say my name right, though. Oh, yeah. Wait, good morning. Nitsan Blipstein? It's Nitsan. It's Nitsan? This... Bro. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Keep the, keep the show going. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. It's Nitsan, not Nitsan. It's Nitsan, but it's Nits. Nits. Yes. See that? Okay. So Thank you, Eden understand you understand my confusion well uh not confused is rob lopez uh who is pulling the strings and packing for his big trip uh guys this is the last show the last week that we are not going to be subscription only so go to the athletic.com slash dings subscribe so you don't miss an episode uh if you if you use that promo code you save 40 percent off for the year costs you about three bucks a month literally less then a cup of coffee at your favorite local coffee shop. Tuesday, Tuesday's episode will be subscription only. So go to theathletic.com slash dings and sign up now so you can get that 40% off. Don't forget, we're also doing a live show in Chicago, May 18th at Lincoln Hall. Get your tickets on countthedings.com. Again, Chicago, May 18th, Lincoln Hall. Go get your tickets on countthedings.com. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, the Warriors wax the Lakers. The Kings hold off the Cavs in Sacramento and LeBron's having a hard time filling out the cast for his movie. But first our game of the night, the Milwaukee bucks, the best team in the league, they clinched home court advantage with a win over the Philadelphia 76ers, 128 to one twenty two. They also clinched the best record in the league, 59 wins. Eric Bledsoe was ejected three minutes into this game. It didn't matter. Giannis puts up an MVP capping performance, 45 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, five blocks, four of which were on Joel Embiid. So most times Joel has been blocked by a single player in a game, just an insane performance. And by the way, Joel Embiid wasn't bad in this game. 34 points, 13 rebounds, 13 assists, two steals and three blocks. Uh, Nitz, I'm going to start with you. Um, this was, this was like a perfect time for Giannis to have a game like this, the, the Harden MVP campaign, which we'll, we're going to talk about this later, but the Harden MVP campaign, they're going full court press on this. And Giannis just comes out and it's like, no, it's mine. Oh, a hundred percent, especially against a guy like Embiid. You know, he was kind of talking trash a little bit earlier today saying that, you know, don't say that you're the most unstoppable. You don't have to say other people are going to say it about you. And then he comes out and he has this monster game. Bucks are down everyone. Bucks are also down Bledsoe with that kind of hilarious three minutes into the game ejection. Um, he just, he silenced everyone tonight. You know, you go on Twitter and you see everyone kind of, uh, and yeah, I don't like to put too much into Twitter, but people going up, just going like Giannis MVP. This was his like staple performance. Yeah. And so the Sixers, I, I've been on the record about this. I think that their talent will eventually sort itself out. Um, this game was close despite the fact that they were missing Jimmy Butler. James Ennis is out 
for the foreseeable future. Uh, Mike Scott, 22 points, three rebounds, one assist, six of eight from three filling in for Jimmy Butler. JJ Redick had 29 points. Eden, they're going to need big games out of JJ Redick. If Jimmy's going to miss any time in the playoffs, he was out tonight. I think it was precautionary, um, but 29 points from JJ Redick. Like that's kind of what they're going to need somewhere between 22 and 24. I think from JJ. Yeah, this was a really good game from JJ. It's just too bad that they couldn't hang on to win this one because, like you said, JJ had a great game. Mike Scott had a great game. When any member of the starting lineup is missing, the Sixers really need all of their starters to be more aggressive on offense. Tobias Harris got into foul trouble early in the game, and that kept him pretty limited. Ben Simmons had 13 assists, but only six points. It's just going to be a full collective effort. And like while JJ did have a great offensive game, he leaves much to be desired on the defensive end. Like He let George Hill make that run in the fourth quarter, which is what basically ended the game for, yeah. for, that, like, for this game. It just, it's, yeah. it's not enough from him. We need him to be at least, we need him to be a little bit better on defense or Brett Brown needs to figure out some way to help him out when, cause he's just getting dusted by every guard that they put that they put him on. It's yeah. George Hill had 20 points tonight. Uh, but speaking of Ben Simmons, you, you mentioned six points. He only took five shots. And I know that there's a lot of jokes to be made about him not shooting threes, you know, shoot a three coward, but he has to shoot period. He has got to find ways to be involved in the offense. Joel Embiid had 31 shots tonight. And that's, that's great. Joel Embiid's your best offensive player. Um, but, but the bucks don't foul like a lot of teams do. So he only had 10 free throws. So that means the easy buckets just weren't there. And that's where Ben Simmons needs to come in and actually create easy buckets for this team by creating easy buckets for himself. Nitz, when the playoffs start, this is, we kind of got a preview of how teams are going to guard them. Right. Right. First, I mean, a couple of things. Hey, I don't totally agree that Ben Simmons needed to be a little bit more aggressive in this game. You got Reddick and Mike Scott going, which at the same time, I don't know how often that's really going to happen for you. So you got to see where the game goes, which is what Ben Simmons is so good at. But yeah, they guarded the Sixers exactly how you think they're going to do. They dared Embiid to shoot. They just did not guard him. And he shot three of nine from the three, which is, you know, 30% is not terrible. It's not completely egregious, but it's not an actually good winning strategy. And you mentioned he took 31 shots. He made 12. That's not some stellar shooting performance from Embiid, right? He's going to give you 25, 27, 30 a night, but you're daring him to take most of his shots from the three. You're not, he's just not going to get you there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for the Bucks, they're, they're missing everybody. I mean, they just cannot get healthy. Um, even Chris Middleton, who played 25 minutes tonight, is, is banged up. Still put up 22 points. They have been the best team in the league all season. Eden, is there anything that you saw tonight that made them look vulnerable and like they won't be the team coming out of the East? They were, they played a very solid game tonight. And I just think, I mean, they are going to be, they're definitely going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, this could be an Eastern Conference Finals matchup right here. Um, Oh, Celtics slander right there. Oh, come on. We, we (laughs) all know the Celtics are. Yeah. The Celtics need to have a a long way to go if they want to get it to get there. But I just think that they aren't definitely coming out of the East, but they, this game was very convincing in making them look like they are the strongest right now. But this game was really close up until the very end. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to say that the Bucks are definitely running away with it just yet. But man, they're deep right? Like that's Dave, you mentioned it. They have so many guys that are out. 
yep. everyone's out, but they just kept drawing guys in there. George Hill stepping up the way that he did um, with Bledsoe, you know, again, getting ejected really hilariously three minutes into the game. I can't overstate how funny that was to me. And then it's just, they just keep stepping up. They got guys to throw at you despite being down so many dudes. And I'd just like to point out that the Sixers lost this game despite shooting 18 of 36 from three. Bro, 50%. Right? Fifty percent, and they're shooting 35, 35, 36 through the season. Like you are shooting 14% higher than your average for the season and you lose this game. Yeah, that, that to me, the bucks have, have impressed me with their ability to, despite losing the, the math battle at the three point line to still win games the way that they have. And, and I think this is your Eastern conference finals, uh, representative. Like they're, they're going to the finals. I think they're the one team that actually can give the warriors a run. I mean, Toronto in theory. Um, but I think the bucks are going to make the finals and, uh, you know, rightfully so best team all year. Number one defense, number three offense. They've been amazing. Everybody, you know, the deal with FanDuel, FanDuel.com slash B2B. You play in the back-to-back Wednesday challenge. You go, you sign up at FanDuel.com slash B2B, put money in your account, uh, FanDuel is going to put five bucks in your account as a bonus. You get to play with B2B listeners every Wednesday, win that challenge and come on the Friday mailbag to hang out with us. So again, FanDuel.com slash B2B. We're debuting a new segment on the show. It's called devil's advocate with Dave. Uh, I am going to pit Nitz and Eden against each other. They're going to have to argue their case for MVP and Nitz is going to argue for Giannis. Eden is going to argue for Harden and I'm going to choose the winner based solely on the argument made here on the show. Uh, Nitz, we're going to start with you. Tell me why Giannis is the MVP. First of all, it's because let's go back to how MVP used to be decided. It's the best guy on the best team. I feel like I'm giving like an opening statement, best guy on the best team. This guy is leading his team to arguably 60 wins or 59 right now. You know, they need one more for that 61 season. He's been insane. If you want to just look at the numbers, he's been there offensively. He's been there defensively. He's just crazy. And I mean, you saw how he was tonight. You can't stop this guy. He is so dominant. And it just, to me, it's, it's not obvious because obviously in, as Eden's going to get to in a second, Harden's had a ridiculous season too, but Giannis is the MVP man. Okay. No numbers. No. I'm not. No, just watch this guy. Okay. Honestly, right. wanna, what are the numbers? He's what? Number I'm, one in I'm taking defense, notes. third in offense. Don't worry. Whatever it was. Okay, okay. Okay. Eden? Please. All right. You guys Make ready case for me? For James Harden. All right. Harden isn't just the engine that drives the Rockets. He's the railroad tracks that carries the whole thing. He's put this team on his back and carried them to the third seed in the Western Conference, the Western Conference. Giannis has had all this help all season. He had another all-star on his team who has Harden had injuries. He has injuries in his most important teammates in Chris Paul and Clint Capella. He hasn't had a consistent starting five all season to work with, but the consistency that James Harden has brought is the only thing that the Rockets have needed to get them to where they are today. We're talking about the value that this player adds to the team. Without Harden, Rockets don't even make the playoffs. Highest points per game in the league since Michael Jordan in 1987. I was born in 1987. James Harden is first in points per game, first in total points, first in usage, first in three-pointers made in this three-point shooting league we currently live in, first in free throws per game, first in win shares, first in PER, first in value over replacement player, first in fantasy points per game. He's been consistently priced as the highest player in daily fantasy. 
Giannis close second. We have this rare moment where fantasy actually accurately reflects reality in the MVP race. Harden first, Giannis second. Okay, girl, that was beautiful. Wow. And I appreciate it. But come on, you what? He's number one in three or whatever it is. How many is he taking? What's his percentage? Give me that number for a hot second. And I'm not like, you know what? I don't. Uh, yeah. Yo, you didn't bring any like numbers, though. Because I don't think you need, numbers. you don't need numbers here. Yeah, I, I just I look numbers. at you. First, first, first. Honestly, then the only number that matters to me is the fact that they are about to get to 60 wins. I don't care if it's in the East. This guy is ridiculous. And again, he's leading his team. He, they are the best team in the NBA right now. And you can't be like, oh, he has another all-star on his team. Okay, yeah, he has Chris Middleton. That's awesome. You can't just call everyone around hard and scrubs. CP3 is not a scrub. Capella is not a he scrub. He hasn't had PJ's them for half the season. Okay, well, Bucks have had, like, nobody for the last month. In all Just fairness, only the last month. The we're talking game. about full season here. Yeah, and we're talking full season. Then Giannis has been that guy from the very beginning. Right? And Rockets so did has not Harden. Off, Rockets did not get off to that start. Harden went on, like, a crazy Kobe-esque run where he was chucking up, like, a billion shots. And I hate arguing for this because Harden's incredible. Harden's incredible. Don't get me wrong. I'd be happy if either of them win. But I think it's it's funny because Rockets fans were making the argument um, two years ago when Harden arguably should have won over Westbrook, in my opinion. But Westbrook did something that was just so historic that it was hard to ignore and the fact James that Harden is doing something so historic right now. Exactly. But you can't just go back. It's, I think here's my thing is either like, one of these guys could win. And I hate, you know, I'm, I know that I'm supposed to be arguing, whatever. Either one of these guys can win, right? But it's really, to me, about what is your qualification? Like, what is your rule for the narrative win? changes depending on whoever you're arguing for, so it doesn't even matter. We got to stop the narrative changing, man. It's the best guy on the best team. That's what it should be every year. But that's not the argument here. Okay, so I'm cutting in. I'm going to declare a winner. Eden won the argument. It, this was it's super compelling, by the way, made me think for a second, I might be wrong, but I, in real life, I agree with Nitz. I mean, best guy on the best team. And, it, and by the way, his numbers are nothing to be scoffed at. He's, he's putting up ridiculous numbers, yeah, but by the way, by the way, shoot it Harden, out there since I did not this do is my research, a wildly historic season for James Harden. And it should, we gotta, we gotta do better. And, and this is something we probably should talk about down the line, but I would love to have a most like outstanding offensive player or something like that. Offensive player of the year. We have defensive player of the year. Why not offensive player of the year? And, and I think James Harden is a perfect example of why you can use that. But then when you've got a guy like Giannis, who's doing what he's doing on the offensive end, but is also probably the defensive player of the year it, to me, that's a no brainer, but for the, for the sake of the devil's advocate, Eden's the winner. In news, and this is breaking news as we're recording, uh, Lonzo Ball has decided to leave his agent in a, in a statement to ESPN. Quote, Harrison Gaines has been a trusted advisor and close friend for many years. He guided my NBA career with integrity and always had my best interests at heart. Uh, Ramona Shelburne of ESPN is reporting this is unrelated to the Alan Foster situation, which we've talked about extensively on, on this show and also on buds, uh, with the big baller brand lawsuit, uh, in other news, Alan crab has had knee surgery and there's no timetable for him to return. I have to think that maybe there's a good chance. He's going to miss the first round of the playoffs at a minimum. The Suns have shut down Devin Booker and Tyler Johnson for the season. Um, Devin Booker 
uh, tweaked his ankle or, or sprained his ankle the other night. Josh Richardson of the Miami heat is going to miss the next two weeks with a groin injury. It's a huge blow because Miami is actually still fighting for that eight seed in the playoffs. And uh, Anthony Davis was fined $15,000 for uh, giving the bird to a fan who yelled F you in new Orleans. And uh, we got to be better than this. And then the best news of the day, funniest news, according to Brian Windhorse of ESPN, LeBron is having trouble recruit recruiting players for space jam too. So uh, I thought we'd do a little segment here where me and Nitz and Eden would fantasy cast this movie. Uh, Eden, I'll let you go first. So who's the first guy wait, you want to see the in rules? this movie? Wait, wait, before we start, anybody, yeah, anyone we're not anybody, just going to Nike. The most fun guys. Now that is a component of this, right? Like Nike, the the whole shoe deal probably plays into it. I'm sure we'll hear more about that, but I'm saying I want you to fantasy cast this movie, throw in any guy you want. Okay. Lit. I want Kyrie. Okay. Cause he's got the acting chops, right? The he's got the player. acting chops and there's the whole, you know, LeBron Kyrie bromance or, you know, be a good way, like hopefully to recruit. Although I think they're going to probably start filming in July. So, um, Kyrie will have signed with the Knicks by then, uh, Nitz, who, who are you going to choose? <laughs> nice. Oh man. I want Giannis. He's adorable. I want him on that, in that movie. Okay. So I am, a, I'm going to cheat at my own game. Uh, because I made the rules, so I get to do that. And I am going to say that the entire banana boot, banana, banana boot, boot crew, that's what you get. That's what you get. That is what I get for cheating. cheating. Yeah. The entire I like that too, banana yeah. boat crew. Do you, you like, yeah. you D like Wade, stars sealing away Carmelo, Anthony and D CP3. Wade, Carmelo and Chris Paul also throw Gabrielle union in there yeah. and they're all going to be in the movie. That's, uh, that is Cute. my prediction. Those guys are all in the movie. Okay, so Dave, now yes. you got the Monstars and they're stealing powers away, right? They're stealing Carmelo Anthony's power. He's out of the league. What are they stealing? The is least what, threatening for like IG alien captions? team of all time. Exactly. It's Come essentially on. what we'd be doing is they would be casting a team that played like the Eastern Conference the last eight years. Yikes. That's that's like not even that's not even false. CP3, I could see. I can I see mean, them making like it's a weird not even it, it can't be the same storyline as the first Space Jam. Like, I, you know, that's I think we need to know what the story is. We need yeah, some spoilers. I'm just going in for like, who's going to be fun to like team up with LeBron? Like, I like that. I like the Banana Boat crew getting together for a movie. That's cute. Yeah, it'd be fun. It's and, Hollywood, you know, we, you know, we've seen Chris Paul. He's good in those State Farm commercials. You know? Yeah, yeah but this good. isn't a retirement movie. This is a basketball movie. Maybe. It's not a basketball see, movie. <laughs> it is not right. a basketball movie. First Space Jam isn't a basketball movie either because it's not that good. What? I said it. In the other games around the league, uh, the Sacramento Kings defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers 117 to 104. Buddy Hill, 23 points. Colin Sexton, 19. And in LA, the Warriors, aforementioned Warriors, totally destroyed the Lakers 108 to 90. And that's final score doesn't explain how embarrassing of a loss it was for the G league Lakers. Uh, I really felt bad for a lot of those guys out there. Um, DeMarcus cousins, 21 and 10, Kevin Durant, 15 points, eight assists, six rebounds, Quinn cook with uh, 18 points. Uh, a lot of it in garbage time. Um, our lines of the night. There's only two guys that we really got to talk about. Giannis 45 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, five blocks. Joel Embiid, 34 points, 13 rebounds, 13 assists, two steals, three blocks. Honestly, co-lines of the night. 
that that's where I'm at. First time all year. Uh, this was that game was amazing. Hopefully a playoff preview. I, I'm really hoping we get to see that matchup. And uh, in our games to watch for tomorrow, uh, Eden, I'm going to start with you. I picked Celtics versus Pacers because it's probably going to be a first round playoff matchup. And the Pacers have yet to beat the Celtics this year, I believe. Oh, uh, wait, really? It's <laughs> actually pretty surprising. Cool. Yeah. And they're, they're currently tied. Huh? In, in Man, standing. Your game yeah. beats mine too. You got to just, damn. Cool. Well, <laughs> what do you, you know what? what? We got it. <laughs> I got Blazers nuggets, you know, the Western conference, the fight for, what is it like third through eighth seed is pretty yeah. hot right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really just third through eight. Uh, so I think trailblazers nuggets will be a good game and nuggets really just got to get this win. If they want to hold on, are they still holding on to that second seed? I think they're fighting with it. Barely yeah, holding on right now. Yeah. Yeah, Houston's barely. got a really good chance at Hanging catching on them. by a thread. Yeah. They need to win this game tomorrow night. And you know, uh, obviously Portland losing Nurkic, you know, it, it hurts, but they've, they've been somehow, you know, hanging in there like they always do. Um, Damian Lillard at some point is going to get some sort of MVP consideration. One of these years, it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, if he keeps playing this way, man, he's, he's been just exceptional insane. Hey, this year. Yeah, they just won fifty games again. Like, let's yeah. just throw that out there. This is another fifty-win season for a Damian Lillard-led team. Uh, that guy's underrated, like criminally. And uh, but anyway, yeah, two good games tomorrow night. Important games in the grand scheme of things with the playoffs fast approaching. Uh, that's going to be it for today's show. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash count the dinks to subscribe to the back to back podcast feed. We had a new basketball buds that dropped on Tuesday, had a new nerd. She wrote come out yesterday and go find the new mailbag on its own feed. Subscribe rate and review to the mailbag pod. And also the black opinions matter Monday pod while you're out there, uh, subscribe rate and review this podcast, the daily ding, as well as all of our feeds on the back to back network, the house of Strauss and pack your knives. And again, just want to remind you next week, we switch over to the athletic subscription only go and subscribe athletic.com slash dings, the athletic.com slash dings save 40%, three bucks a month. It's dirt cheap. It's literally the best sports coverage you can get on the internet. Uh, thank you guys for waking up with us. Which one of you guys is taking us home? Go ahead, you got it. One. What? Uh, you guys going to fight over this too? No. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, man. <laughs>